You are not, you are not listening, 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 What it good, what it do? It's your boy Brandon Alexander. And if you don't realize this tremendous moment, what's really happening right now, <laughs> just 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 bask in it. Bask in it. Look matter of fact, look at the logo. Look at yourself. Now look at the logo. Now look at yourself. Now look at yourself looking at the logo. <laughs> Boom. You're welcome. And for my people who aren't um, actually able to see us right now, thank you for listening. Like, follow, and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's make this thing more than just a thing. Let's make it an actual movement. Uh, right now, I'm accompanied by a major, major, major iconic figure in the Columbia area. You know, he's been doing his thing since, I want to say 2015, 16, when you started really hitting it. DJ? Yeah. 2018. 18, damn, it's been longer, bro. <laughs> nah, two years. Damn, you were flying the pressure. I, I, I swear, because I feel like I've been seeing you just doing other stuff with it. Yeah. So even though you wasn't like actively DJing, you were working your way up to that level. You right. feel me? Because I saw you playing with equipment. I've seen you like, like, I fucking with it softly. You see, I wasn't a DJ when we first met. That, yeah, yeah, That was my freshman year. I came in 2018, 2017, mm-hmm. fall, and 2018, spring. Mm-hmm. Um, I came down here to really play basketball, and I was talking to you about that. I was like, yeah, yo, yeah, I want to yeah, play yeah. basketball. I came from New York, and um, it was a blessing to be able to experience a small HBCU because my mind became bigger than just that small HBCU. Yeah. Meaning, I didn't like this HBCU because like it's too small. I can't, my, I can't make my dreams come true. But it made me start wondering. I started trying things like trying to do theater in the auditorium for Black History Month with Miss Ro- uh, mm. Bowers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would hang out with the basketball team, and I would just do security. You know what I mean? Standing around and make sure the people, the, people, the crowd is controlled and everything. Mm-hmm. And I realized, okay. People respect me. I wanted to carry myself. I wanted to dress well and dress nice yeah. and look like somebody. Mm-hmm. And I, read, I watched this YouTube video of Diddy saying, um, sometimes you just got to fake it till you make it. Mm. And I, like- I started acting like I was a, cele- a celebrity, yeah. a star. Yeah. And next thing you know... That money started coming through. Not even the money. The opportunities started coming in. I started living in the village. I started getting job opportunities. And if you, if you really know me, I hate working a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, waking up early in the morning, 9 to 5, 12 hours, like, y'all can be doing something else with my time. So what I tried to do was find something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And music has always been a part of my passion, besides mm-hmm. sports. Yeah. You know, I think most athletes use music as motivation or inspiration. Mm-hmm. So, as a former drummer growing up in elementary school, I told myself... Hold on, before we cut into oh, that, yeah, yeah. I ain't properly introduced oh, you. Yeah. I ain't properly... <laughs> <laughs> you ready to go in? Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Like, um, I, I really want to get into just more so what you do outside of the DJ, That's bro. Because awesome. you do help the community, bro. That's awesome. And I really want to talk about that a little bit more. Because a lot of brothers, they just do what they do and just try to make some money. But you're really trying to make a change. So could you get more into depth about that as well? All right. So I have a talent show coming up in February. Mm-hmm. I'm all about the youth. Um, I like to give back. We did a sneaker drive in the summertime. It didn't go too successful because of the COVID nineteen was very strong. Mm-hmm. But we was able to give give out get we was able to receive fifty sneakers and give out twenty seven. Come on to children from the ages sixteen and down. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, that's dope. Man. I did NAACP event, National Association of the Black African Americans. Yeah. That was a uh, DJ has opened up a lot of doors for me. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because yeah, um, <laughs> you be making moves, bro. You being humble, like my nah. man is really humble out here, but like yeah. he's really pushing it. I'm glad you said that because yeah. you you don't realize what one opportunity can do with other opportunities. It opens up other doors. Yeah, man. So and if you cool would have be just. If you would have kept your mindset just on basketball, yeah, you would never know what you would have been, bro. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Basketball, chasing that basketball could, could, could block you a lot of blessings. I swear to God. Family time. I swear to God. But uh, before we get into that, let yeah. these people know where they can follow you on your social medias. You can, everything. You can follow me on Instagram at official, mm-hmm. O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L, mm-hmm. D-J-J-B. Mm-hmm. And you can follow me on Facebook at J- Jonathan J.B. Brown. J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-J-B Brown. Come on, spit them bars. Yeah. Let's get, let's get a round of applause for it. <laughs> a goat in the building. A legendary goat. No, no, no. One like no other. Before we say I'm a goat, I want to say uh, you have risen as a king. <laughs> oh, nah, when I say risen as a king, it, it's just beautiful to see you tell me night and night there. Mm-hmm. And to see it go into clothes, I got to get a hoodie from you eventually. Alright, I got you. Um... This is just beautiful. If y'all see what this says, excuse my language, it says F, F, fuck average. I, don't, I ain't know if you're allowed to curse on this. curse, man. Okay. It's just a free place. Be legendary. The Issue Podcast. And it's amazing to see it. I always thought the Issue Podcast. Now we have tags as be legendary. Mm-hmm. Fuck average. This is just greatness. <laughs> yeah, man, man. It's just a blessing, man. It's just a journey, bro. Like... At, at the end of the day, I just wanted to create a safe haven for people to really express how they feel. Most, most specifically, black mm-hmm. men. Right. We we go through so much shit, but we can't never talk about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you can deal with it. You' supposed to be used to this type of stuff. No, it's not. When did being hurt or having something taken away from you is supposed to feel comfortable? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's true. You know what I'm saying? That, that's some BS. That's yeah. what society puts on you. That's the pressures. That people want to give you. And we're taught to suck it up and keep going. Yeah. And uh, that's what leads to a lot of depressions and suicides and guys making bad decisions. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when did, was that point for you where you said, you know what, I really do want to go to school? Because like, at, at the end of the day, you can hoop without college. Right. So what was the real point that made you say, I want to go use my actual hooping abilities to carry me to higher learning? Like, uh, what was that? A lot of my friends started getting arrested in New York. Mm. Um. I'm gonna be honest, gang violence. Yeah. Not even just gang violence, just running the streets. Mm-hmm. And for uh, for that for that to happen, um, it motivated me to say I need a change of an atmosphere. I was blessed to have a brother, older brother who was in his late thirties at the time, mm-hmm. get married ten years ago and move down here. So I followed him down here. And um I just told myself, I just wanna be somebody. Mm. In New York, it's so competitive. It's hard to really stand out. Yeah. Because me and you are trying to be the best drummer. We're trying to be the best basketball player. We're trying to be the best doctor. Down yeah. south, it's, it's, I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> it's a little more relaxed. It's a little more laid back. No yeah. disrespect to down south southerners and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I came down south and I was like, okay. I don't know what I want to be in life right now. But I do know I love basketball. And I know school is the right thing for me right now. Mm. It could have been the army, could have been anything. Yeah. But school just felt like the right decision. Yeah, because like you could literally just go try out for like a small league team, though. Yeah, and work your way up. Right. But one thing I did at the moment, my mindset was focused on getting that degree. 
Mm. And come on. The reason why my mom was so focused on getting that degree was because where I came from, a lot of people don't even think about going to school for a degree. They think about just going to school to play sports. Mm. And don't get me wrong, my blessing of finding this passion that I have right now came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like I want to be the a DJ that can make the world better. Come on. Like I want to be able to like when I met you a couple weeks ago in a, in, a, in an event. Yeah. It felt good to say, "Yo, JB, you're doing something." You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, it made me want to keep going. Yeah. And now I'm thinking about other events. I got this. You got a serve event. Come on. People forget about how important dancers are. Exactly. Like dancing is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Every, all, all the time the artists get the the, the the light and everything, but the dancers are special. That's a craft that not too many people could do. Timing wise, tricks. Thanks. So I just want to make everyone feel like they're worth something. Mm-hmm. DJs is like a preacher to me. I feel like. You can motivate people. Oh, yeah. I look up to people like DJ Cali. Yeah. Uh, DJ Scratch. These guys are... They always say you can't stop. Another yeah. one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep being successful. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. How you doing, guys? <laughs> Somebody said good now. Good now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's no sound. No sound. No saying. sound. It's, it's good oh. now. Oh, it's good now. It's okay. good now. Okay. Appreciate it. Okay. okay. Yeah. I thought, yeah. thought it was working. <laughs> but, yeah. um... Yeah, I, it's important, bro, just to, like, know your purpose. Or not even know it, but, like, at least figure your way to it. I feel like in general, for me, like, I was going through that same moment. Like, like when we met, I, that was the year I was like, you know what, this shit ain't going to hit no more. Basketball ain't going to hit. Yeah, and I remember, <laughs> you see, you see, this might be crazy. Mm-hmm. Lost for words right now. Lost for words. Here we go. Yeah. When I, when I met you, yeah. I was excited. I was like a young gunner. Like, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, I'm trying to make it to the overseas, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's my mindset. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But when we had that conversation, you were saying how the coach, we're not, we not seeing eye to eye. Yeah. It kind of, like, like dropped me down because I experienced what you experienced a little bit. Yeah. When I came, he told me he already had his roster already. Yeah. But he's still going to do tryouts. Yeah. I thought to myself, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make that team. Oh, God. Then I found out he had a tryout just randomly out of nowhere. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. So I had to find something else. And to see you just stay, I'm not going to leave school because I'm not playing sports. Mm-hmm. To see you not only graduate, but to see you keep pushing through, work out. You started working out, I started seeing you working out and everything. Yeah. To see you join one of the most best organizations in the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shout out to all those D9s. Yeah. But to see you join that and see you keep being successful, it was like, man, I got to keep going. I know I can't stop. Oh, God. Oh, God, bro. Because I felt like. I know for me, giving up would just be me going back to the old version of myself. Right. And I know personally in my journey, it was always a battle of who I was versus who I am. Mm. And I took college as an opportunity to change who I was because I was always carried with a negative narrative. Mm -hmm. Like in my hometown, there's nothing there. It's a small city, but the opportunity for growth ain't there. Right. So all you got to do is work in a factory or a gangbang. Mm-hmm. So when you're in those environments, you're gonna take to the you're gonna take um heat to the thing that's most fun, especially right. if you're a kid. True. So fuck it, let's 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 go do some shit. Let's go yeah. rob some shit. Let's yeah. let's go have fun. Like mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, it don't seem like it's bad. Yeah. But you know, in hindsight, it is because you're not you're not progressing. You're not growing. You you you're being a menace to society versus being a token. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, and that, that's the same thing that happened with me. Yeah. You just yeah. gotta you gotta really want that shit. Yeah. I want that shit, bro. Like a lot of I feel like 
with, with a lot of these guys, well, not even guys, people in general, they come from sheltered backgrounds. Right. Or they come from backgrounds where they feel like they have to stand out. Mm-hmm. So when they get to a university or a four-year or whatever, they feel like they have to take on this new persona. They have to be this supervisual version, superficial version of cool. Mm-hmm. And that can be cool sometimes, but at the in the hindsight of things, it's really knocking your motive down because it's like you came here with a purpose why yeah. are you staying away from the purpose you trying to be what these people think is cool when you need to be who you are i like that you know what i'm saying yeah a lot of times we get that shit mixed up let me ask you a question uh do you feel like sometimes i was thinking to myself this morning mm-hmm. i feel like oh i feel pressured in a way i feel like if i don't become somebody soon mm. i'm a failure you ever feel that way I mean, that's your own anticipation. That's like, I feel like that sometimes, but like in the but end of the day. you gotta be great. Yeah, which, but that, I feel like that trait in itself is just a, a, a trigger or a reminder to let you know that you're gonna have that hunger. Right. It's, it's a, a metabolism of a beast. Yeah, it's like a line inside of you. Yeah, like yeah. you gotta eat. So regardless, I can't sit still. Like with me, even when I do got free time, I'm kind of fidgety because I'm like, I could be doing something like, I like for that. real. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I will lie. I won't lie. Uh, there's been times when I had that free time and I think to myself, I'm comfortable. And that's the worst thing you can do. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. But um, I'm going to switch gears a little bit because oh, this so. episode, we're going to be hitting on a major, major, major issue. What's up, guys? Yeah. Um, Right now, we're going to be focusing on uh, actual family drama. Let's talk about it. Um, so oftentimes enough in the black community alone, we are, even in the most close-knit of families, we are taught and embedded to keep mamas and daddies secret at home. Don't take it sure. outside the house. But sometimes some of this shit can be really traumatized. Mm-hmm. Like maybe seeing or witnessing your mom being beaten or maybe even hearing about your mom being a subject of molestation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or even being a subject of molestation of yourself. Right. Like oftentimes or not, like... As dudes, it's kind of funny though. Like we always play it with the idea of a woman like fucking us, even though we're young. Yeah. And we young. That's like the ultimate kid fantasy, yeah. though. It really is. Yeah, even in high school, you jump out like y'all smash this older shit. <laughs> 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 but no, but, then, yeah. but then when you flip it, yeah, you look at it from a woman's perspective. It's kind of sick. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would you a grown man try to touch a, a kid? Yes, yeah, sad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like a two-sided. Well, it's like a double entendre. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'm I'm really just wanting to expose the idea of the conversation. Right. So, this is what this episode is about. It's more so just informing, informing, allowing you guys to know about it. And also, I want to remind uh, my listeners, this episode is also sponsored by FCC, a Family Crisis Center. They are a free confidential service, 24 hours, 7 days a week. They can... Um, give you help resources on helping you being able to connect with other resources in the programs that you need such as long to short-term housing right um 24-hour hotline services advocacy or even children advocacy because they are the main causes and dealers of the subject matter so whether it be schooling settings or just advocacy and childhood development um you can reach them at 1-800-382 Five six zero three, and I'll say this number again: It's one eight hundred three eight two five six zero three. So, like when you think about this, oh my curse! But it's okay. <laughs> when you think about, I'm ignorant. They know me, but like when you think about it in general, bro, what comes to your mind? You ain't even gotta get specific, but more so like an event, like how I just mentioned. 
um, keeping it a secret. Yeah. There's something about you know what I mean. Yeah. I was taught like something negative happening in the family. You try to like get through it. Try to push through it and block it out. Yeah, to the point now. Sometimes when I hear things it's like it's okay, like you know what I mean. <laughs> but that's a sick way yeah, of thinking, it, though. It, it's sad. Yeah, and then like honestly, I ain't gonna lie to you. I right, growing up, I have been so numb to death. Mm-hmm. So like when I when I hear or find out about a a family member or just somebody dying, it doesn't bother me. That's what I was going to mention. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I just lost an uncle to COVID-19. It mm. bothered me, but it's like, now it's like you got to expect death. Like, emotionally, it didn't trigger you. It didn't really bother me. It bothered me, like, every once in a while, it hits me like, damn, remember opportunities, memories, we had to hang out. Yeah. Give me food and everything, but it's like, dang. I can't, I'm not allowed to really feel right now. I'm too much in the zone. I got to work. Yeah, I gotta brush focus. it off. And... Yeah. When you're young and if you first experienced that like the first couple of times, like you can't sleep, you crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now if I go to a funeral, it's like I, I'm I'm trying to comfort everyone else. Yeah, damn. Yeah, damn. See, with me, I ain't. I went to like a couple of funerals, but for me, I was just like, eh, I ain't going, because my my parents gave me the option. I had a moment like that, but I always think about this: if I died, would I want somebody to say I'm not there mm. for the last the last goodbye? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Not selfish, but it, it depends on who you are individually. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. But then often often enough, not nah, nah, just gonna sound real bad. Yeah. But like I, I even I even had talked to my mom about this, like I even envisioned myself dying way earlier. So mm. like 2014, 2015, I thought that was gonna be my go year. And yeah. It, but it was just cause like the influences, what I was doing, yeah, not listening, being wanting to be somebody in a negative way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's you know, that's just how... I ain't gonna say... I ain't gonna blame it to how you brought up. But it's just like... When it, you, it is how you brought up. Yeah. No, no, not how you brought up. It's where, you, where your setting is. Where you're at. Your demograph and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were born in a small country. Mm-hmm. Small countries, everybody's... They have to prove something. Yeah. And they, then, have, they have to prove something. And then, like, I'm gonna I'm I'm shed light on this. Because, like, a lot of people don't realize, like... Even though you aren't in the ghetto, yeah. there are black people who are doing... Ghetto things. Yes. On God. Right. Like, even though you may be in fucking Arkansas, you yeah. still got black people frying chicken. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though you may be in fucking Arizona, there are still people eating lemonade. Mm-hmm. No, not eating lemonade, but eating watermelons. And you know what makes it worse? Yeah. Social media. Mm. YouTube. Mm. You got NBA Youngboy. Mm. These rappers. So when you're growing up, you're young. It's like, even though you're in Arizona, it might be like three, five black people. But you see somebody that looks like you. You're taught when you go to school to be to to represent that person. Mm. And you know what's funny? When you said it even more, I was thinking deeper. Like, it's like even with social media, mm-hmm. with music videos and everything, trauma is cool now. Yeah, I, it's really in. It's really in to be in pain. Like the the rappers are making emotional music. Like they're making. Death as a token to being gangster. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah, I ain't think about that. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's, yeah. it's really fucked up. It's um crazy. I think what we really need to work on to fix in the community more so is just that openness of a unfriendly conversation. So like you know it's hard to get your people to talk. Yeah. You know it's hard to get like That's so crazy you just said that. Yeah. I have I have close Family and friends that when when I want to talk about something that's serious, mm-hmm. they just shut down because they're not comfortable with that. But that's something that I have an issue with, Brandon. It's crazy you just mentioned that. 
You see, my thing is, I feel like the only way you can get past things is trying to be real about the situation and be honest. Yeah. But now, now that you look at me, I'm thinking to myself, a lot of people don't aren't comfortable. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you got to understand, like, a lot of... Yeah, you, you... It took time for you to get where you at, JP. Right. Like, they haven't done the work themselves. Yeah. Like, it's demons that they're battling. Mm-hmm. There's parts of themselves that they're still working on that they're too scared to see. Yeah. And understanding who you are and looking at yourself in the mirror, yeah. that's one of the most challenging self sits ever. Like, that's the most challenging self-love ever. That's why I even made that post on how I did right. about believing in yourself, encouraging yourself. Because I feel like oftentimes or not, you're fighting approval, but it's like you want your return as in the likes, your return as in people saying, okay, you're doing a good job to represent that, your mm-hmm. work. But oftentimes enough, you got to be diligent in the purpose as a creator, as a worker, as an entrepreneur, as somebody who's fighting for a purpose. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your purpose is the music industry. Your purpose is the community of the youth, man. Like, you got to understand it's way bigger than you. Yeah. So that's why I, that's why I even speak how I speak about the podcast and stuff. Because, like, I, I feel like in general, even if I don't get my expectations, some I got I, I put 50 thousand dollars on this i know somebody out there is talking about this show me you know what i'm saying like man and i, I, I i'm an honest person it wasn't until like two months ago i'll be like yo brandon really it's that day when i asked um you for the hoodie <laughs> i was to dj i was like yo yeah. brandon is really like and let's tell you the truth that happens man mm-hmm. i didn't get the respect i needed around the city until probably a year into djing mm-hmm. like my my peers they respected me yeah other people respect me farther out, but the real honchos, mm. I'm, even to this day, I got to argue with them about prices for events. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, they, even though they know your worth, you yeah. still got to prove to them your worth. Yeah, exactly. So even though you have this brand, it's like you still got to prove to your viewers why they should watch, take their time and watch your thing. Yeah. And it's, this, is, this is big right here. Yeah. It's, 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 like I said, it's conversation that's needed. Like, yeah. when I come on the show, when I have the show, I, I mention this is a therapy service, bro. Because, like, at the end of the day, it's for people who are facing trauma. It's for people who don't understand vulnerability. It's yeah. for black people who don't know what PTSD is. Right. Don't know what anxiety is. Don't know what it is to be depression. All this stuff. Like, so, bro, can I ask you a question real quick? What's up? What do you think the trauma, family trauma is? For me, my personal issue was... For, Understanding that it's okay to make mistakes. Mm. Like you said, you had some bad childhood decisions. I have some mistakes that I've made in my teens that today is like, it's hard to sleep at night. Mm. Nobody, nobody really knows about these things, you know what I mean? I, I got you. Yeah, got but you. It's, really, it's really hard to like move forward sometimes. Because you know why? Because yeah. you haven't forgiven yourself. Yeah, you got to forgive yourself, got and, you. and like that's the whole part of self love that they don't teach you. Like forgiveness is the biggest key when it comes to getting past trauma. Okay, you accepted it because it doesn't happen, but like it's like damn, I can't believe I was able to do that, or I hurt somebody, or I really affected another person's life. Because like regardless, <laughs> this is what the biggest bullet for me. I can say I'm sorry a million times, but I can never take back the act of what I've done. I can never take back how I said it made you feel. Right. You will always have the imagery of me. So me making you forgive me won't work, but me forgiving myself. It's big. Cleansing my heart from them demons that I created. Mm-hmm. That's all I need. That's crazy. Yeah. Man, this, I didn't even expect this conversation to hit me more than This <laughs> is crazy. Mm-hmm. This conversation, someone put the emoji 100. Facts. How you mm-hmm. doing? Yeah. What do you mean? 
That's a good friend of mine. It's good to see you joining. Yeah, yeah, man. It's just... Yeah, man. Uh, I can talk... I can express more about this situation. Uh, I don't want to go deep into the topic, but basically, yeah. I made a, a huge mistake in my life where it affected someone else. Mm-hmm. I lied to them, kept lying to them, kept lying to them. Mm-hmm. And then they eventually found out the truth. Mm-hmm. And when they found out the truth, I still kept lying to them. <laughs> was you lying in, the, in in order to protect them or was you just lying to divert them? I was lying because I was embarrassed. Uh, of a mistake that I really made that I didn't it wasn't really a mistake you know what's crazy what's up it was small mm. it was something it was a bad decision that I made cause so you were trying to protect your ego more than anything yeah I didn't mm. want to I didn't want to feel like I wasn't worth being in that person's life damn damn and to realize when they when they found out the truth I, and I, the way they accepted it and I still kept lying <laughs> was was something that has changed my life to this day right now. Yeah. Like, I'm able to forgive people, keep forgiving, and to be blind to certain things because I know how it feels to be that person to lie to someone over and over and over because you're so embarrassed of something that you got, a demon you got inside you. Damn. It, it, it's, it's really deep. It's really deep, man. It's really deep. Damn. Because, uh, like I said, sometimes I still have to forgive myself or like you said, gotta forgive myself to just to move forward in life and to be a better man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But some people can't really, can't really. You know what I mean? I, 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 I could throw a, a close friend, prime example. One of my close friends did something he wasn't supposed to do mm-hmm. to another young man growing up. Yeah. To this day, we don't talk about it, but you can see that trauma on his on his mind. We have conversations on the way he moved. It's something that. You just this is about to go. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. It's something that he just—he's a good person now. When you're young, sometimes you're just moving, just moving fast. Yeah. And it, it haunts him when he sleep. He makes mistakes and get in fights and the balls gets drunk. Mm-hmm. And it's something that even like a close friend of me, I'm like, yo, bro, it happened already, man. You gotta seek the first yeah. man. Yeah. Therapy is necessary. And I don't want him to mess up his life. By, you know what I mean? Turning, you know what I mean? Get himself in some drama. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, he's in trouble and his whole life is messed up. Mm. Yeah. Like, like I, I'm a mental health advocate. Yeah. So, like, what I say always is therapy is number one. Yeah. And, like, really using your resources when it comes to people that can't help you. Like, if you... It's hard, though, because, like, you got to... Trust them. Yeah. You got to be in that mind space, bro. Because, like, you got to really want the help, bro. I've been there before. Like, I have homies... Like, in my hometown, I done stopped fucking with. And yeah. I was cool with these boys. Yeah. Like, these was my niggas. Right. But at the end of the day, I knew it wasn't going to go nowhere. Like, y'all was going to bring me down. And in the level I want to be at, in the level I'm projecting to, mm-hmm. y'all going to find a way to fuck some shit up for me. Y'all going to find a way. And it's not because you're trying to. Yeah. It's because of who you are and your comfortability of where you're at. You know mm. what I'm saying? You were subject to your environment. Nah, I ain't a subject of shit. Right. I'm going to go past what I was around. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be an example of what you can make from what you had. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I like that's, that. That's what you got to go into the game thinking about. Like, bro, this shit, this, life is really kind of a game, bro. You can play it to your advantage, but you got to know how to do, move with the rock. You feel me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like that. <laughs> My boy got bars. <laughs> yeah, you got to know how to move that Because if you can't do a little hazy fake and go yeah. there, you can't, you be fucked. Yeah, and you you can't be scared to take chances. Oh God! Like right now, I'm at the moment in my life where it's like, 
one decision could be a good decision or a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Relationships, friendships, mm-hmm. even coming out here. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, how much time? How much time we got? And I thought to myself, that's selfish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I would probably be home on a phone or just playing around with music doing nothing. Or yeah. talking to a girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, I'm happy I, I made the sacrifice to come out here and talk about something that I have yet to do. Express mm. things that I can't get over. Mm. And as you're talking, I'm learning things yeah. about myself. And it's like, yo, JB... Forgive yourself. Yeah, take it easy, bro. Like, some, yeah. you you go so hard, bro. Like, yeah. and you really, I'm going to be real with you because mm-hmm. I see a little bit of myself in it. Like, yeah. you try to push your anxiety, your, 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 your hate, everything that's negative into your craft. Right. And sometimes it can work, but a lot of times it's like being counterproductive because it's like you ain't really moving off purpose. You're moving off of anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you, you're anxious to get stuff done because you don't want to have free time to think about the things that bother you. But, bro, you got to think about it like this. Um, those thoughts were there. Those experiences were there to give you the sense of wisdom that you had. Right. You have to You have to have a sense and understand the spirit that you was in when mm-hmm. you had that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You were a whole different person now. Amen. You know what I'm saying? You're not lying. So, it's just taking the time to really understand and develop self. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of times, a lot of people hate being alone, but mm-hmm. you, it's necessary. <laughs> Like cutting off your phone for an hour, mm-hmm. thirty minutes, and just really being alone and being immersed in like silence. Like, even if you're thinking about something, or even though you're going to a moment in your life, you gotta really just put yourself in the headspace. Like, I am who I say I am. Right. Fuck what I did, bro. Cause I ain't gonna. I've done some fucked up shit. Yeah. I, I look like a nice, clean cut dude because yeah. I put myself in that imagery. Mm-hmm. I forgave myself for the people I hurt. Yeah. For the people I fucked over, I, I forgave myself. Yeah. I'm not gonna apologize to you because I already know what that conversation is gonna take. I already know your position. I already know. Mm-hmm. So I'm not about to put myself in that atmosphere. Talk to you. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna go ahead and promote this energy. And if you don't like it, that's cool. And if you do like it, thank you. Right. But what I'm gonna do? Is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So, all right. So we're gonna get into this. So, like, we, you was just talking about it. How trauma affects family relationships. So, from the parent, the child relationship is vital to the child's development and recovery. Mm-hmm. Parents yeah. protect. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. My bad. Sorry, I'm sorry. You good? You good? Hey, do you mind if I take out my my live my, my phone? Go ahead. Do, do your thing, man. There we go. Yeah, do your thing, man. Just gonna hear this conversation. Pick up on this. <laughs> do your thing, man. Do your thing, man. So, um, like I said, from parenthood, the parent, uh, so basically we're talking about how the hell this thing, <laughs> oh shit, this thing like stupid. All right, there you go. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. We're having difficulties with the live, but, um, we still getting into it. But like I was saying, we're talking about how trauma affected family relationships. Right. So... Parent-to-child relationships are vital to the child's development and recovery. Right. Parents' protections nourish, uh, nourish, I don't know what that word is, guidance, speeds, recovery, yeah. and supports their children's coping and facing of trauma. When a parent is not available or the struggling, or struggling with their own reaction or behavioral or physical health problems, they may have Problem, they may have trouble staying attuned to their child's reaction or response to the traumatic experience, leading to changes in parenting's behavior. Right. All right. So, um, 
It's basically just saying like the parent is very volatile in the traumatic experience. So like regardless of if they were there or if they heard about it, see about it, they're mature enough to at least give you guidance into accepting the truth or figuring out the truth. But appalling to that, some parents' mental health ain't where it need to be. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? 100% right. You got some parents that edge on the negativity. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I got my, my, my dad. He been through some shit. Like, he he doesn't have a relationship with his mom, his right. biological mom. And, like, his relationship with his dad was kind of iffy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, it trickled down to me. Mm-hmm. Because, like, at the end of the day, he was in my life. But things I wanted him to be involved in... Things I wanted him to teach me, he didn't. Mm-hmm. So I was like kind of, I, I I rejected him as a child for it. You right. know what I'm saying? Because like, I see you, but you're not being a dad. Yeah. You're just being a father. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, that's not only you, though. I feel like that's a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Not just black men. It's all of us. All nationalities. Yeah. And uh, it just really sucks, man. Like, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to sound sound stereotypical. Stereotypical, but but speak the truth. It this this was what I do. I get raw on this yeah. show. I really I really feel like it's who you are, man. Yeah. And uh, you either gonna let these things be excuses for who you are right now. Yeah. Or at our age, or you gotta take responsibility. And be like, yo, I'm gonna be different. Yeah. And that's something that I'm learning now. I want to be different. Yeah. I don't want to settle. So I'll give you this. So why is it like when we see a black man who's 35, right? 40, yeah. we give up on him, especially when it comes to behavioral patterns. Even though you're at that age where maturity should trickle in, you got a lot of experience, yeah. you, there's still room for development. Brandon, it's because we're taught you're supposed to be successful by that certain age. Mm. People say, oh, you're supposed to go to college. Mm-hmm. College is not for everybody. You're supposed to go Facts. to the army. Facts. There's 35-year-olds that are just now hitting six figures and are living wealthy. Mm. So it's really like your timing. There's people who get success early. I have a cousin. Mm-hmm. He was a lawyer mm-hmm. from ages 26 to 30, I think 33 or 34. Yeah. He retired from that job because he was, he was getting good money, but he was stressed out. He wasn't happy. Damn. I think he, he's a flight attendant now. <laughs> he's traveling the world. Yeah. He's renting out his house, his rooms up in New York in the Bronx. And he's making, he's selling things, he's making things. But he's living his life. He's in Jamaica. He's, he works out all the time. Mm. This guy got to be about 42 years old. Damn. Omar, yeah, my cousin Omar. Living his best life. Living his best life, man. Living his best life. Damn, that's tough. Living his best life, for real. So, like, at the end of the day, bro, it's who you are. And you got to look in the mirror, like you told me earlier, mm-hmm. and say to yourself, I want to be different. Mm. I'm not done. I got so much that I need to do to be a better young man. Mm-hmm. You got so much. Yeah. But you can't compare yourself to the social media people. Yeah. You can't compare yourself to your cousin uh-huh. or your auntie. Uh-huh. Like, they can have success. They might look good. Yeah. But they're probably struggling too. Yeah. The, they say, you ever heard the saying, more money, more problems? Yes, sir. The more money you get, the more family wants, they want your help. Oh, God. You know what I mean? <laughs> I swear, when you, it's like, it's crazy as hell, because you mentioned it. Yeah. Like, I, I I don't consider myself to be nothing. Like, bro, I'm, like, we, we trying. So, we're, like. We're, we have young black men doing something. Yeah. So, yeah. it's like, when they, when my family see me on Facebook, or mm-hmm. they see me post up, 
it's like cousins. Oh, I want to be in this cuz thinking I'm I'm like really monetarily gaining. Like I'm like I'm like a celebrity at yeah. this, at this level yet. Like I'm like I'm really out here for real for real. Right. And I'm like. Nah, I'm just still me, bro. I'm still yeah. Like, they don't know them. You doing overtime? Yes. <laughs> like I'm working. Like legit. This is my struggle. Yeah. I work a part time job. Yeah. I have full time bills. Yeah. Rent, like electricity, insurances, car bills, car payment, phone bill. Um, and you gotta invest in your craft, your, um, your side job, your side hustle. Yes, and this is yeah. a lot of money, merchandise, yeah. uh, advertisement, um, marketing. Like a lot of people <laughs> getting people to push my shit. Like yeah. a lot of different shit that is really timing because like I can invest in this, but mm-hmm. is it going to give me the gain I want? You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you betting yourself and gambling at oh, the God. same time, but at the same time you're still building that foundation. Man, that's crazy. But I want to hit you hit you with this question though. It's yeah. Okay. As young black people who are entrepreneurs, we're growing, we're doing stuff. How do we keep a set, a healthy mix of being off social media, mm-hmm. keeping our traumas at bay, or even handling our own traumas, and growing our brand at the same time? It's hard. <laughs> like like I said at the beginning of our conversation, yeah. it really depends on who your surroundings are, like mm-hmm. relationships, mm-hmm. friendships. Because at the end of the day, we want to live. A, we we look we, we young men. We want to yeah. live a life. Yeah. But the energy it can't be negative. Oh God. You gotta make sure people around you are on the same page as you. Do they believe in you the same way you believe in yourself? Exactly. Do you believe in them? Yeah. Because there's some people who want to take take take, mm-hmm. but they ain't giving you nothing. It yeah. don't gotta be money. I need good energy, oh positive words, Come on. aspirations. Come on. So. It's really not easy. Yeah. But, like, there's been times I was in, I was in a relationship, right? Yeah. People will put, they put certain things on social media. Mm. And I'll catch myself saying things about it. But I had to catch myself like, whoa, mm. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I can't do this. This is going to mess up what I'm trying to chase after. Yes, sir. But I don't want to say that's the devil, but you, you just got to communicate. It's temptations, bro. Yeah. It's temptations. I feel like it's natural. Yeah. But, um, like, how you say, okay, so I, I want to add another uh, element to it, yeah. too. It's like digging deep into your soul. Like it, 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 it sounds crazy enough, but you have to have some level of spiritual connection. I'm not saying like really religion, but like you gotta practice a way to keep yourself at bay because it could be meditation. Yeah, yeah, meditating. Yeah, yeah. It could be just being outside. Like yeah. I feel like, well, just in general, I, I preach this on this show. It's three ways you feed yourself and feel yourself. It's your mind. Your body and your spirit, right? And a lot of times, as people, we only focus on two mm-hmm. when we really need to focus on all three. Yeah. But mastering all three is hell. You can do all three, but mastering it, which yeah. means consistently feeding all three, you a fucking beast. Are you True. about to go to the deathbed? Like for real, for real. That's just being real. Yeah, man. So, getting to that point, especially at a young age, mm-hmm. with where where stuff is so easily monetized, sexualized, and demonized. Yes. It's hard. <laughs> so it's hard, and it's never gonna get easy though. It's gonna always get harder and harder and harder. Mm-hmm. It's always get harder and harder. All right, so I'm gonna transition into the last question about trauma. Like we right now, if you guys are just listening to the live, you're just tuning in. We're fo- we're focusing on family trauma, mm-hmm. and um, this question in particular is how providers support families after trauma. The 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 supporting um, information says. Growing awareness of trauma impacts on families, including the importance, important roles of family plays in helping children recover. Right. Highlights the importance of putting families at the center of trauma services. When families carry out routines, rituals, traditions, they can strengthen their connections and grow stronger together. 
mm -hmm. such as talking, laughing, sharing memories and feelings, as well as working together to solve problems, manage stress, and play in each day and the future for necessary um, resilience and recovery from traumatic stress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I pretty much answered that. <laughs> that yeah, much, yeah. That the answer. Yeah, but like, more so like how you feel personally. What would you, what could you, what can a person who really doesn't have a family like that, like let's say for instance, like you witnessed or you were a subject of domestic violence right like you never hit your you never hit your sister but your sister beat the fuck out of you yeah you know what i'm saying and growing up you resented her how do you how do you reconcile that how do you get yourself out of that trauma see the only way you get yourself out of a situation like that is just t t saying to yourself as a man i'm not supposed to put my hands on a female because that's what you're taught mm -hmm. but like but it can make you either you're actually right about this. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it, it can make you either hate women. Yeah. It can make you be uh, a shell of who you are because you're so scared and insecure when you're around women who have strong characteristics as if your sister yeah. or the person who beat you. It, it, can, it, can, it can domino to so many different effects. Right. And more so what I want to get you to think about is just like, even if I am a victim of abuse, mm -hmm. Doesn't mean I'm necessarily a victim. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's scarring on you. Yeah, 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 you know it scars on you, but it it, it um I'm, I'm saying that, bro, because it's like I ain't gonna lie, me and my sister got in some brutal fights, mm -hmm. but it's kind of funny because yeah. it really wasn't like domestic violence, but we but you like put on a headlock, hold yeah, it down, yeah, like down. no, we. Like I remember, oh. when she grabbed a knife. I got a yeah. fucking broomstick. Yeah. Like she swinging at, she done cut me a couple times. But just like you know, that's my. That's how we fight. You that's know crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's just that's just how it is. So yeah. it's just like for the people who have real situations like that, and they get to that point where someone almost dies or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's understanding that sometimes you got to pray for that person, and also. Give yourself the peace that you're so desperately looking for, because mm -hmm. oftentimes in those domestic cases, they seek validation from the person that caused them the most pain. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you seek for peace within, you can build a, a stronger sense of self, a higher sense of what it is I need to grow within my purpose. Right. You know. That's that's that, that's that's tough. <laughs> no. I know. Yeah. Welcome to the issue podcast where you, where you learn more about yourself than you talk. <laughs> then you speak on a matter of subjects. Yeah, man. And this is a blessing, man. Uh, Randy, you got to keep going with this, man. You, you got something. <laughs> Thank you, man. And uh, I can see you doing your homework. Like, you really know what you're. Yeah. Because it's, it's, at the end of the day, it's. Somebody listening to this stuff who's going through it, bro. And I legit know funny. I get DMs. I get hit up on my phone just about, hey, bro, could you talk about this? Can you expose this idea for me? Because mm -hmm. oftentimes not, I just want people to know it's okay to talk about this. Like, right. bro, like, like my situation with my pops, I want to talk to him about just like manhood. Because, bro, like, for real, for real, mm -hmm. if, I'm going to be real with y'all. If he was a heavier, if he would have just, like, guided me a little bit stronger, I wouldn't have strayed away as much as I did. Right. I, I pushed so hard for the streets mm -hmm. and the street life because, like, at the end of the day, I had heavy influencers ahead of me. Like, mm -hmm. my brothers, they hard in the streets. Right. 
I want to be like them. Because mm-hmm. every time I'm getting noticed and recognized, oh, you such and such a little brother, so you got to be, yeah. you know what I'm you saying? Yeah, to the expectations. And I'm like, and I'm and I'm on some cocky shit, so I, I'm a yeah. cocky SOB. So I'm like, bro, I ain't him, I'm me. I'm about yeah. to make my own name. Y'all going to respect me. Yeah. Nah, don't play with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a man. Right. But um, when I thought about it, it's like, that's a childish mindset. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to be feared? What What is it about you so menacing that you want everybody to hate you? Stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. We're, we're, ta- we're taught that. and See, we could go on and on. <laughs> so, I grew, up in, I grew up in New York City, right? Um, New York City. What's going on? What's up? What's up? We're, what's up? we're good with you, my boy. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so, sir. I grew up in New York City, man. Um, yeah. And in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. You're fighting for your life every day. Yeah. You're fighting for, to be the freshest. Yeah. You're competing to be the most athletic. You're competing to be... The most hottest dude on a block. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what they don't what we don't learn is it's okay to just be you who you are. And that's what I think messed me up with chasing just one goal. Mm. I was so competitive, everybody's playing basketball. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh I wanna be the I wanna be the hottest basketball player out here. Mm-hmm. I wanna get this scholarship, I wanna be like Stephon Marbury or like Stevenson. <laughs> yeah, 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 like that. But I didn't think to myself, like, hold on man. It's okay to love music. Yes, sir. It's okay to love making a crowd get hype and everything. Talk your shit. I didn't even tell you this. Yeah. I, I played the drums. For real? Yeah, I, I was in fifth grade playing the drums and for the whole crowd I was about to go up. Yeah. yeah. And when I when I played the drums, it'd be for like like Black History Month, uh Harry we had Rosa Parks and Independence Day Hold and on. everything, shows like it's that. Okay to your podcast. Somebody said, Okay, New York <laughs> showing people that yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I got you, yeah. That's his, what it's his about. IG's on my story. Watch his story. You, his podcast is dope. But uh, long story short, man, there was peer pressure just to just to be great at a young age. Mm-hmm. There was, and when I mean great, I mean like have to be like at twelve years old. I'm worried about being having Jordans on. Mm. But, but but they don't teach you that when you turn twenty two years old. You need to have at least a car, or a license, or have your permit and all that, and your yeah. credit. Yeah. I have friends that are. 21 years old don't even have a social security card damn you know what i mean they might have given it to their parents like lost it but they're so used to oh man i gotta 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 go gotta get money doing this gotta hustle this person gotta do this oh we in the, we in the park let's play basketball it's called game code 500 right yeah. three, make yeah. money this is how they making their money every day now it's, it's like gambling you make like yeah. 500 dollars one day the next day you're rolling dice you know what i mean and you yeah. are Selling drugs. Yeah, like I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I used to do the little shit in the hood. Like I play ass. Yeah. I come on the court. Yeah. Not knowing how to play. Yeah. Go hustle niggas. Get that money. You yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah. Go ahead. Go get some shoes That's on the ass. Hell. On me. Like, yeah. um, <laughs> we used to do that shit all the time, especially yeah. in different hoods around. Yeah. But um. Yeah, but basically, I'm saying you're, you're, at a young age, especially in my black community, yeah. you was taught to hustle, but not think smart, not teach the values of living this life. Like you said, life is a game. So when I say life is a game, credit is very important. Yes, sir. Uh, saving money is very important. Yes, Something sir. that I'm learning now. I didn't know how to save money forever. Mm-hmm. I'll get hundred dollars. Oh, let me go get. Let me get uh, two pair of jeans. That's eight dollars. Two dollars is food. Now I was like, oh, I'll make a three hundred dollar check working at McDonald's or Wendy's something like that. Yeah. That whole check is going that weekend because I just spent it on clothes. Because I'm trying to look good. I'm trying to go to the next party looking good. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't. You don't. You don't learn. Oh, let me save nine hundred dollars. Let me go get me a DJ board and I can do parties. Let me go get some clippers and I can cut hair. Mm-hmm. Because these are side hustles. This pandemic, COVID-19 has taught me 
to have another hustle. Yes, sir. Don't just be locked on just doing parties. You know what I yes, mean? Sir. Build another platform. Come on. Network with your opportunities. Build your brand. Meet people like you. Yo, let's yes, get sir. on the show. Let's let's let's, let's talk yeah. about things. Yes, you know what I mean? Yeah. We, everything comes full circle. Uh-huh. Cause you don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna be a year from now. But yeah. I, I pray to God that I keep growing. That you will. I was a year from now. Yeah. And school and having a degree is everything. That's that's security. But for for people that's watching this. If you could find a trade or a hustle and it can make you at least $200 a day or three days a week, you are okay, blessed. New York. <laughs> you are blessed though. I'm saying you're blessed yeah, though, for real. Yeah. There's people out here, their mindset is, let me go take what you got that you work hard for. Yeah. Their mindset is not, let me save this money and invest in something that I can learn a, a trade. I mean, like barbers, they can make like a hundred dollars a day just cutting hair. But what I'm getting so much from it, bro, like, wait, where did you learn to get this meekness, though? Because like, even when you came down yeah. here, you had a sense of meekness about you. Yeah, you, it's usually New Yorkers they aggressive. Yeah, well, me, I had. It's not where you're from; it's where you're at. Okay. Meaning in New York, you gotta be aggressive because if you're not aggressive, you, somebody walk by you, just take all your stuff, and you go. Like, you, you know what I mean? What you gonna do? Call the cops? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. in the South, it's more like laid back. It's more like people in the South try to use you, try to get things from you. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like let me get something out of you. Yeah. In New York, it's more like I'm taking what you got. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like ain't, ain't no. Let me ain't no. Yeah, let me get to yeah. know where you're from. It's like I don't yeah. give. I don't care who you are. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm it. getting it. On me. <laughs> I gotta get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I got. I gotta pay this rent. I gotta pay. Fifteen hundred for rent or one bedroom apartment tomorrow. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, Ooh. I would say that, that that savage mindset came from like just saying to myself, "Let me just keep going hard, bro." There's more bad days than good days. Mm. There's a lot of times I'm like, "Yo, dang, I want to quit. I, I didn't get this opportunity." Yeah. I feel like I'm worth that opportunity. But what I keep telling myself is, "Go harder." Yeah. But you know, um. Yeah. I had gave a quote to like a lot of close friends mm-hmm. and I and it was basically talking about the bad days. Mm-hmm. It was on um, hold up. It uh, it's talking about the bad days. Yeah. So it was um saying where that I had it in here. Oh, actually a couple days ago talking. Yeah, I had it like legit like a couple days ago. Yeah, oh just man, touch, just touch it. You got some long arms. I can't. You know, what are you six foot five, six foot four. You know, I ain't never less six three. You know, ain't nothing major, nothing major. Nice tall. Yeah, so just like it says this, staying positive doesn't mean you have to be happy all the time. Mm -hmm. It just means on those hard days, you know that there are better ones coming. I like that. And that gives you your your sense of where you need to be at. I miss memes like that. Remember when uh, memes first started coming out? It was Mm -hmm. straight positivity. Yeah. Like, I miss that. Yeah, I'm right. But uh, we about to close up the show. Um... I want to really thank you, um, JB, for coming out here, man, and really sharing your spirit and your experiences with us, man, for real. Thank you. I'm sorry I was all over the place, but nah, you were just hitting it, topics that I was just like, yo, it, man, it's crazy. It hit me. At, at the end of the day, it's resourceful. For, yeah. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, you got people listening who, who need your insight. Let me ask you a question. What's for up? people out there, what keeps you going like, with this drive? Like, uh, Understanding the purpose. Because mm-hmm. it's bigger than me. Because uh, honestly, bro, when I went, like, when I was in college, bro, yeah. I was depressed as fuck. I was sad as shit. Yeah, like I, I was, like I like we spoke about earlier when I first met you. I, I was like, he, you know what I mean? Your energy made me not want to play ball. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> I was sad yeah. as shit because like, you but know, you snapped out of it though. Yeah. How did you? What made you say, yo, <laughs> I can do? Like, what made you do that? Um, like really, just I, I have this thing about me, like 
never counting myself out type shit. Right. So like you know, you always used to getting like secondhand. No, no, no. Yeah. And it was one thing my pops always told me that stuck to me, and it's golden rule. Like you told me, like at the end of the day, don't let nobody know define you. Don't let somebody's rejection make you. Mm. You want some shit, go get it, bro. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, ain't nobody gonna give you shit. Yeah. But but you gonna take everything you want, so yeah. go take it. That's tough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's tough because you know I, I hate to keep talking about the same thing, but yeah. it's tough that you said that because I remember when I first wanted to be a DJ. Yeah. And when you first, you can relate to it with your podcast. Yeah. You have to do research on mics, little small things. You're failing, but you're learning at the same time. It's not failing, it's developing. Yep. But at, the, at my, yeah, at my yeah, stage, yeah, it was like, yo, yeah. I'm failing. Yeah. I'm doing parties for $25. Just, just to go out there, just to, just to show people I can DJ. But you making money though. Yeah. You monetizing. Niggas out here really was doing that shit for free. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. DJing baby kids. Yeah. Like DJing. You gotta think your situation ain't as bad as it is. No, bro. no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I thought my situation was bad until I yeah. actually. It's the journey. Like, you gotta fall in love with the journey. Yeah. A lot of people. They don't realize you gotta go through negative moments just to be happy. Oh God! And you gotta remember those negative moments. You can't, you can't be one of those people that make it or become wealthy and happy and be like, "Well, <laughs> forget them poor people, them ghetto people." Oh God, gonna humble your ass. Nah, cause you was ghetto too. Yeah, God, I feel like God in life is gonna humble you, bro. It gonna come it's when gonna... you least expect it. Facts. And then even when you get to that level, it's gonna be so many pressures and like mental shit that you gotta go to, go through and go through. So it's like that's why platforms like this yeah. and just like real people and energy is necessary, bro. Yeah, real people. I like to say that. Yeah, you gotta have real people around you. Yeah. If you don't have no real people around you, it's over. Oh God, you got, you got so many yes man people to just agree with anything you do. People yeah. ain't calling y'all about what you're wrong at. Yeah, and and then with me about well, one thing about me too, I hate repetitive conversations. Mm. So like when it came to just like I ain't gonna hold you, yeah. even people in my organization like. They talk about the same shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not fucking with you. Mm-hmm. And it ain't that I don't like you. It's just that you ain't on the same time as me. Yeah, we're growing past that. Yeah. Let's move forward. Let's, oh, God. And you so you so absent-minded to the reality of development. Yeah. Because you want to focus on one aspect of life when life is a whole fucking puzzle. Whew. Yo. <laughs> yeah, man. And I'm still trying to put the pieces together. You won't always do. You won't always yeah. do. But the, 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 the beauty in it is actually getting to see the image make as you find those pieces. Right. Yeah, so man, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, before we close out, I want yeah. you to go ahead and give people where they can follow you, where they can support you, and let them know about the event, bro. Oh, so how you doing, everyone? My name is Jonathan Brown. I'm DJ JB, the nastiest DJ in Columbia, one of the best DJs in the Columbia. nastiest. <laughs> the fuck, official DJ JB. You feel me? You can follow me on Instagram at official DJ JB, yeah, and you can follow me on uh. Facebook at Jonathan J.B. Brown. J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N J.B. Brown. And I'll follow you Do back. That. Do that. All Period. Right. It was a pleasure. Thank you guys for tuning in. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Like, this is a great platform. If you got if you got his flyer on social media, make sure you share it and you shout him out. Fuck that. Support him. No, shout. <laughs> Support him. It's man. about my people that's listening to shout me. Shout both of us out, man. <laughs> my people listening to me, man. Like, for real, he's doing some awesome things. In the community as well as with this music. So if you are a new uh, upcoming artist, or even if you are trying to, you know, learn how to DJ, like hit my man up. He's real meek. 
you know what I'm saying, good spirit. If like, you have any right. children for a talent, <laughs> if you have any kids for a talent show, please feel free to send them to my social media. Or you, you as a parent, we have a talent show coming up. That's so important. And I would love for Brandon to help me promote that event. I got you. I and, definitely uh, got you. I got you. Like, matter of fact, you give me an ad for the audio, yeah. I'll put it in there. Plug it, it in. Give me less than a week and I'll have it done. You got you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Keep um, supporting this wonderful uh, platform. Oh, yeah. Like, it, I, this is better than the radios. Like, radio, <laughs> oh, no, no, not better than radios. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> it's not better than radios, but it's it's like a radio station. Oh, y'all yeah. cop the damn merch. I ain't, y'all thought I was going to let it slide. No, cop my merch. Look at my boy's merch. Yeah. The, the cop, issue. Cop, cop the merch. Stop playing with me. Cop, cop it. Stop stop playing. I, I will whoop your ass. What's <laughs> <laughs> the back say? Uh, so it's half food content, yeah. meaningful talks, inspiring the culture. Yes, and sir. that's all his show is really about. Just straight yeah, talking, positivity. Talking your shit. Like you got the mask ready. Rolled and loaded. Got the um, shirts. Honestly, like this, these, these models I'm, are about to be the last models I have. Because like for real, I'm about to go put this stuff on an online platform. And it's going to be a whole new style, a whole new model. So I'll be able to tell the day one supporters from the people who just jumping on the bandwagon. That's so. Dope. I'm going to copy bullshit. Just saying. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like like I always say, subscribe, support, tell a friend to tell a friend, and be, you know, be mindful. Have that conversation with somebody that you know that needs to hear it. Yeah, man. I, I love this show, man. This, this is what I want to get on the show every time I get a chance, man. I got you. I yeah, got you. We can, we can keep it real. Yes, sir. It's your boy, Brandon Alexander. I'm out. Take care. <laughs> this, is, this is a dope platform, man. For real. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Uh...